chapter 2, we read about Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me pause here for just a moment and say if you were expecting the message from last week to be completed today, uh, that was what I was expecting too. Um, but I believe the Lord has shown us that He has other plans. So we'll push that another week forward, and Lord willing, we'll, we'll have part two of last week's message next week. So you still have to come back. If you come back next week, if this, I'm just going to see how long it keeps working. If I just keep saying, you know, we get you keep coming back every week, we'll just keep doing that. It would be great. One more time, Acts chapter 2, verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now turn over to Acts chapter 4. In Acts chapter 4, Peter and John have been called before the religious council and put on somewhat of a trial for teaching and preaching and talking to the people about Jesus. And they, these are, you know, these are the people that were in, in measure responsible for Jesus' crucifixion. And so they don't, the religious leaders there, they don't want them talking about Jesus or, or the way as, as following Jesus was called, was called the way. Acts chapter 4, verse 13 says, When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished. What is it that takes uneducated common people and gives them boldness and power to live for Jesus, to do what Jesus wants them to do, to proclaim the message about Jesus, in places where they may not always be free or, or at liberty to do that, what is it that allows that or enables that to happen? It is the presence of God's Spirit filling the heart and the life. Verse 14, seeing the man who was healed standing beside them. Do you remember that story? Peter and John coming through the gate of the temple and the lame man laid there and... and uh, Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. When, when you have the evidence of divine intervention right in front of you, there's very little that you could say uh, against the presence and power of God, right? That's what was happening. Seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. But when they had commanded them to leave the council, they said, what shall we do? Verse 18, they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, 
Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. And when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them. Verse 23, when they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they had heard it, they, they started wringing their hands and worrying and saying, oh, we had better form committees and go picket in front of the uh, Jewish Sanhedrin where they locate and uh, form protests. And no, that's not what it says that they did. It says, when they had heard it, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, verse 29, here's their, here's their prayer request. Uh, they didn't pray that God would deliver them from persecution. Um, that's not what they prayed. They said, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. You remember what we read in Acts chapter 2? Acts chapter 2, it says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And again, we read in Acts chapter 4, again, it says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, friends, the, the outpoured presence of God's Spirit is a wonderful blessing, a wonderful gift to each one of us that is available to us freely. But what we need to understand is that it is not a categorical once and for all filling of the Holy Spirit. It's not a one-time deal. Um, it would be wonderful, especially with the way prices are going these days, it would be wonderful if when you got a car, you could take it to the gas station, fill it up one time, and have that last you for the rest of the life of the car. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Anybody tired of seeing, uh, you know, over $4 a gallon or, or plus? Yeah crazy. But that's not the way it works. The natural process of using that automobile will cause the fuel to deplete and be diminished, and you have to go in for a refill, a refueling every once in a while. And friends, as believers, however close to God we walk, however uh, sincere we are in our walk, the natural processes of living the life will at times deplete our resources. 
And we need to go to God in prayer. We need to go back to the well. We need to come back and, and not that we ask God to give us ideal circumstances or, or to take care of all of the problems or all of the things that are against us, but that we, like the disciples, we open ourselves fully to the will of God and say, Lord, you have complete right of way in my life. Fill me every part of me. And that is exactly what these kinds of services do for us. It is a freshening of our experience of God's presence and power in our lives. It is a refreshing for our souls and a filling. And you see, friends, God never intends for us to to do work for Him or work for His kingdom out of what exists in our lives. Because as we do that, it depletes our resources. But Jesus said, I believe it's in John chapter 7, maybe John chapter 6, he that cometh to me out of his belly, that is out of his innermost being, will flow rivers of living water. And God intends for there to be an overflow in our lives so that as he fills and blesses us, our lives are filled to overflowing and it is out of the overflow that our lives touch and minister to other people. And that's the way God wants to work in our hearts and in our lives. I, I want to invite the, the ladies to come back, and I want us to sing again just in closing a little bit more uh, of this song that we sang earlier, Fill Me Now, Fill Me Now, Jesus Come and Fill Me Now. Let's sing, let's sing verse 2, and we'll sing verse 4. And maybe there's somebody here, who would say, Pastor, I'm in need of that refreshing. That's page 314, by the way, if you want the, if you want the number. Maybe, maybe there's somebody here uh, who would say, Pastor, I, I, glad for the service, thankful to be here, but I haven't yet sensed that God has done for me what I need for Him to do for me. And I'd really like to seek God this morning. I'd really like to pray. Um, don't know if there's anybody like that. Maybe I, God's already been at work here this morning in a wonderful way, and I'm so thankful for that. But as we close out this service, I just want to give one more opportunity. Uh, if you feel like you need to seek God, uh, the altar's open for you. Let's stand together and sing these two verses again, and uh, we'll, we'll invite God to come and fill us afresh and anew. Verse 2 and verse 4. Thou canst fill me, gracious Spirit, though I cannot tell thee how, but I need thee greatly, need thee. Come, oh, come and fill me now. Fill me now, fill me now, Jesus come and fill me now, fill me with thy hallowed presence, come, oh come and fill me now. Cleanse and comfort, bless and save me. Bathe, oh, bathe my heart and.
saving. Thou art sweetly filling. Now fill me now, fill me now. Jesus, come and fill me now. Fill me with thy hallowed presence. Come, oh, come and fill me now. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. 